0: Hello and welcome to the Big Fat Fintech Quiz of the Year, coming to you from the halls of Fintech Connect at the Excel here in London. I'm your host, Ali Patterson, Editor-in-Chief and King at Fintech Finance. Over the next two days, we're gonna be taking you over the last year in Fintech. With the help of our panels made up of industry experts going from the highs of Bitcoin to the lows of Bitcoin. Here's how it works. We have got 12 rounds each one focusing on a different month of the last year. We have five hosts, 55 panelists, and absolutely zero prizes. Got it? First up, in case you hadn't guessed, is January, a month that saw John McAfee get very nervous as the price of Bitcoin fell. We heard the news that while 16% of millennials have over 100K in savings, if you're a top exec, you don't even need to work for a whole month to earn a living wage. And speaking of top execs, I'm joined by quite a decent group of people. <laughs> quite decent. Quite?
1: Quite. <laughs> Can this be the decent side and that be the quite side? Woo!
2: We've
0: got to come up with some team names, so I, I thought it would be got that. quite got entertaining team to be team, team tabs and team spaces. Or is that, is, is that, is that, is that too geeky? We're, we're F for FinTech. Ah, so we've got team F for FinTech. Do you want to introduce yourselves, starting with Vidi at the end?
1: Hi, I'm Jamie Campbell. Um, I run Awareness at Bud. I'm Helene Panzerino.
3: I run the Scale Up program at Rainmaking Innovation.
1: And I'm Robert Courtnage, the
2: CEO of More Wand. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a yes. blooper. <laughs> more, more Wand. More Wand? Yeah. Um, it says what it does on the tin. Yeah, we're uh, EMI specializing in issuing and acquiring for Visa, MasterCard, and UnionPay. You got a bit of a plug in there, do you guys want to add a bit of a plug? Do you want a
1: plug? I've got plenty of time to plug. You're, you're an open banking plug. I'm plugged out. we We got plenty of time. There's, this is going to go on for a while.
0: Brilliant, excellent, right. And on the other side, we've got, do you guys have a team name? Tribe Gold. Tribe Gold. I like that. Tri- <laughs> tri- tribe Gold. Do you want to introduce yourself, starting with you, Sylvia, at the end? Yeah,
4: I'm Sylvia Carrasco. I'm the CEO and founder of Goldex, which is the... Um, trading platform to buy and sell physical gold.
0: We'll come to gold as well in a bit, but a bit of a payments race reference there. And Sarah?
3: Yes, I've been asked to join. I'm Sarah Broughton from Blue Train Marketing and we do fintech marketing.
0: I should also say that last time I was in the Excel with these two, they were dressed as the Joker and Harley Quinn.
3: Yes, well, I'm now gone back to being brunette.
0: <laughs> it was a fintech conference as well. They did lose, just so you know, yeah. they oh, did yeah, lose. Right, just because right.
1: you
3: were the you winner. Meant to be on this... <laughs> I'm on the winning team this year now.
0: <laughs> and lastly, we
5: have got Suresh. I'm Suresh Vajjiani. I am CEO and co-founder of a new payments company called Tribe. Um, it's, we are. I won't disclose everything that we are, but I will say that we're using the latest technology and we are planning to disrupt this space. All big announcements will be made in January. Uh, I think it will be groundbreaking and some of the things we're doing have never been done before in the industry.
4: Ooh. Ooh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go on to the
0: first question. Starting with right Bitcoin in, in January, which saw the highs reach 20,000 US dollars. John McAfee made a bet on Twitter that if Bitcoin didn't hit 500k by 2020, he'd
2: do what?
4: What did he say he would cut off?
2: What did he say he'd cut off? Ear nose, I reckon.
4: I've re- actually, I've read it from
2: <laughs> Of his manhood. Oh.
4: Okay.
5: Sausage? It wouldn't be genitalia. I think... Well, yeah, no. I should also say he has actually put
0: this as a legally binding contract as well. True, so that right. is It's true. in legal yes, writing. It's
1: true, yes, it's true, Yes, it's true. If it doesn't, by when? 2020.
0: 2020. It's
1: what a maniac. The,
2: never gonna happen. He,
0: he still thinks he's on, the, he's on the same acid trip that he started in the 70s. <laughs> right, you guys ready?
4: Yeah. yeah, I think it down? was, it I don't know, I think it was FINGER. But...
0: Team F for Fintech.
4: His
3: manhood.
0: His manhood, that is, and...
3: Well, we've gone with FINGER.
0: His finger. It's a point for team, it was... Woo-hoo! That is right. <laughs> I was going to say knob. Dirty, I was no? going to say that's knob, that's and that's I was that's... like, we couldn't yeah. say that.
3: That's, that's below that's the belt, literally. <laughs>
0: That is right. John McAfee has put a legally binding contract that he will chop off, fry, and eat his manhood if Bitcoin Cry. does not reach half a million by Cry. 2020. Everyone knows you've got to steam it.
2: It's-
0: <laughs> Question two. January saw fresh developments in the world of plastic. Not the blue planet kind, but Mastercard announced that all of their customers would be able to identify themselves biometrically by April 2019. And this year has certainly seen a load of advancements from online only banks. But which company came full circle by publicly launching their card and app interface out of beta in the UK?
1: No, no, that's a card. You think
2: full circle is the clue? Yeah. Yeah. Funding circle, I guess, is one of them. No, it's an app and
1: card. It's got to be, isn't it? Is that the time when Monzo didn't everyone from? No.
0: I'm pretty certain I've got a beta card of it. I'll check. I think my card says beta, but it is now out of beta.
2: Such how, why, why wouldn't I know this? No, no.
3: Because it, be, it can't be Monzo, because they launched the But uniform. what's that
2: got to do with...?
3: Yeah, got
0: no, no. full circles, yeah. OK. Sorry, I've, I've just seen Rob, Robert take out all his cards, flipping through them all to figure out which one it is. You're right, <laughs> done? Right, let's go for Team Tribe Gold.
3: We're going Curve. Curve?
0: we're going curve curve
3: yeah but we said it first
0: that is right after its beta phase with a hundred thousand users and another fifty thousand on the waiting list curve finally had their consumer launch you work with curve and you've worked with curve yeah both teams have worked with curve i love curve i just want to say that i get no financial stake in them but my referral code is erent <laughs> is there a uh, a slight sort of swagger because i saw you had a curve beta card do you feel quite quite happy holding up your
2: card with yeah. the word beta on there. It's, uh, it gives you a feeling of your special. Yeah. I mean, Ospa did the same. They, they did a pre-launch as well. I like that my wife's got a Mondo card.
0: Uh, she's still in her wallet because she oh, never right. used it. But
5: I was the seventh card holder, the seventh issued card holder of Revolut. I had the seventh card.
4: Really? Have you still yes. got the
5: 007 number on the pan? I don't think it works like that, Robert, but <laughs> if it did, I would. <laughs> <laughs> right, question
1: three. Yes, Mifid, we've been practicing this all morning.
5: <laughs> can, I, can I just say one thing, right? You've got a lawyer there, he can just make up anything and it sounds credible if you're gonna talk about the
1: next topic. Hang on a second. I feel like I can make up anything that sounds credible. Look at me. Not without the coffee cup. Right, here we go, guys. We're gonna make something up and it's gonna sound proper credible. January saw the rollout
0: of Mifid 2, but what does it stand for? Bonus point if you can come up with something funnier of what it stands for.
1: Oh, it's anything would be funnier. <laughs> <laughs>
2: As a lawyer, Robert, MIFID 2, is it a big deal?
1: It's very important. <laughs> but
2: I think there must be funnier words with that.
4: Marketing for finance. Uh, um,
2: yeah.
4: Directive.
0: All right, I'm going to have to hurry you guys. A bit like MIFID 2. Okay, <laughs> right. What does MIFID
1: 2 stand for? It stands for Monitoring in Financial Instruments Directive 2. But it also could stand for Millennials Insert Fun Instruments Downstairs (laughs) 2. I'll take that.
4: And we think it's the Market... um, Hold on, it's the Market Infrastructure...
3: Market Infrastructure Finance Directive. No.
0: Okay, Google.
1: Google. <laughs>
0: what does Mifid two stand for? You should double check with Alexa as well. Actually, I I, I, it's, it's not. It's not googly yet. <laughs> it's not googly enough. Right. The correct Mifid two. The Markets in Financial Instruments Directive.
1: Ah, oh, markets
4: in financial. Look, we're actually. much closer. Come on, monetary la la li, la la la. We,
2: we had all the words except one right. No, 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 no. We no. had more words right than they did. With your lawyer hat on, would that, that qualify? If there's one, two, three, four, five, six. And our options, funny ones we were, five. which is actually quite funny. Oh, good. we haven't heard the funny
3: my, my, my index finger is data. My
0: index
2: finger is data. Yeah, or yeah, my,
3: my idiot friend is dishy.
2: My idiot friend is dishy. What about managers in finance ignore directives?
4: Is the market infrastructure finance directive. Managers in right.
2: finance ignore directives. I've got to give a point there for getting
0: the answer more correct.
4: Yes! Yeah.
0: And a get in! Well done, guys.
4: Well I could done. give half a point for well that because that, that was funny. On that one.
0: Yeah. So there we go, there we go. We'll take that.
1: We'll right. Take
0: that. Question four. Throughout the year, we saw a large number of companies have some incredible fundraising rounds. Followed up on last year's successes which saw Oak North become the latest to join the list of UK unicorns. But which Irish rock star still hadn't found what he was looking for, so turned his investment fund towards fintech?
4: We know. That's it. It's easy. for us. It's easy for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> By answering this question, am I, am I inadvertently um, backing the claim that this person is in fact a rock star?
5: Yes, you are. Well, yes, you are. You have I refuse a, to answer. You, you have a moral choice to make. Let's start with Team Tribe Gold. We were going to say Gary Glitter, but we've actually changed our minds, and we're going to go with Bono. With Bono.
2: All right, there is
0: some debate about whether he's a rock star, but we've also gone with Bono.
5: I, I would love to hear Jamie say
1: it, and- uh, uh, I don't actually know the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Irish rock star in right. Jamie's view. This question is void. Shane O'Connor.
0: The answer is correct, Bono. The Rise Fund, a, s- a private investment fund co-founded by the U2 lead singer, is making its first known bet on fintech businesses by backing Acorns Grow. Acorns offer an investment and savings app tailored to people with small amounts of disposable income. And finally, in a Money Wise poll, almost 75% said they wouldn't want to use open banking, with only 9% saying they would. Why do we think this is, and what exactly is open banking?
3: It <laughs> means the banks are open 24 hours a day.
0: Open banking, is, it, is, this, is this a big thing? I am, I, I am going to direct this at Jamie because he was asking ask me earlier what open banking stands for, and I know he's done a bit of research since then.
1: <laughs> well, so, what's the question? Why do we think, why do we think that in January the, the amount of people who said that they'd use it was so low? And then what actually is open banking? I'll do it the other way around, shall I? I think that'd be, that'd be, that'd be better. I guess open banking is the UK's response to the European directive, PSD2, the Payment Service Directive number two. I know that one. Um, And uh, it has its own trustee body. Uh, It mandates the CMA9, which are the nine largest banks in the UK. Um, It is a mandate from the CMA, the Competition Markets Authority. Um, And it gives uh, customers the first chance um, ever, really to say that if they're not happy with the service that they're getting from their bank, in terms of their bank processing their data to give them value, open banking is the first opportunity that they can take that data to another institution and get it processed to get value from it. Um, That is really the kind of the core of of, of open banking. Now, the the way in which it's mandated means that it needs to be shared via APIs and it needs to go through an OAuth2 framework, very, very kind of complicated stuff. But the reason at this time in the year that the um, that the percentage of people who wanted to use it was so low, is that the way in which it was brought to market and the way in which it was kind of received within press was that it didn't start with the consumer benefit first. It basically all the all the messaging that was led was your banks are now going to share your your data with third parties, right? Script, script. Which which is which is in theory true, but it's not actually the spirit of what this thing's all about. This is about kind of giving value based on uh, data when a customer wants it. Um, and I think at this point, the narrative had been very, very uh, immature. And um, and since then, we've seen actual products and services come to market, and we've actually seen these numbers um, go down. Because you only really understand the value of it when you start using it. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I think next year probably will be Maybe at the uh, I should say
5: Sarah was writing down literally everything you're saying. There's not enough space on the page. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) so can I just say right that we agree with everything that he said. However, our view is about the man on the street. Right? What does the guy on the street really think of open banking? And we actually went and spoke to people on the street. What does open banking mean to you? Right. We're we're going to flip this on its lid a little bit. Okay. Lame is.
0: Lame is our camera guy. LayMiz is new with us and knows very little about fintech. You've each got two minutes to explain to LayMiz what open banking is. And then LayMiz is going to choose who has made a better explanation. Bearing in mind LayMiz knows very little about fintech.
5: I'll give you some money.
0: Right, let's set the timer. Right. Team Tribe Gold, do you want to go first? We
5: can go first. Right, you've got two minutes to explain to LayMiz what open banking is. Go. So what open banking is, is the ability for you as an account holder with your bank to share the information that you've got in your bank with others. So you could give access to your data. You can actually control it where they could only have access for a limited period of time. You could, in principle, even make payments to buy things where you would normally use your card, and you would now use your bank account. So you might go to a shop or buy something online, and say, actually, I don't want to use my credit card. I want to use my bank account details. And it's the ability to almost access information and make payments, and it gives you more control. So there are a lot of new companies that are actually building this layer where it plugs into lots of different banks and you can release that information to them. Think of a comparison website where you buy insurance and imagine if that was all linked and it was all your bank information. Best suited for you. There, yeah.
1: (laughs) Drop the mic.
5: Did I say two minutes? I meant one.
3: Are we doing
0: one minute? One minute. Ready? One minute to Les Mis. Go.
1: Les Mis, um have you got a current account with a bank? Do you have a, a credit card uh, with, with a bank? Right. Open Banking will give you the opportunity to see both of those accounts in one place. Not only that, but also get insights based off of all that, all that stuff. Insights like, where you can save money on your utility payments. Uh, It will also allow you to verify your rental payments with your landlord so that you can build your credit score more effectively with your rental payments. It also affects how you pay for stuff. So let's just say you're signing up for Spotify and you want to set up a standing order. Instead of going to your bank to do that, you can do that from within Spotify, uh, leveraging the open banking framework. But as a company that sits in the middle layer between you, your life, and the banks, and it operates in a way that makes it super easy for you to interface with the what is called open banking, but essentially it just makes your life a lot easier, gives you more insights on your data, and makes it way easier and simpler for you to pay for stuff.
5: Boom. That's time. could, could I just say well, open no, no, banking no, 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 doesn't yeah. cover cash. Yeah, so like if, I slip, if I slip if I slipped you some money, no one would know. All right? Lame No pressure. On, go. Yay!
4: Yay! You <laughs> must be kidding! You cannot be serious. <laughs> we are winning by the way. It's a fix. It's a
3: fix.
0: And that brings the first round of January to a close. Points-wise by one whole point. I'm afraid it goes to half Team Gold. We actually got yes! a point. Guys, where can we find out more about you? Let's start on this side with Goldex.
4: Um, well, on the UK app stores. Uh, you can download the app obviously on the web. You know, we have a, a page like I think everybody does. And you know, there are a few press releases uh, going on. Uh, actually, another one this week It's an exciting time for us. Oh, you have the app. the app. Well done, well done. And um, yeah, exciting times ahead for us in 2019. So just follow us also on social media channels, etc.
0: Brilliant. Sarah, where can we find out more about you?
3: www.bluetrain.co.uk Give you all the information and also we do a podcast called FinTech Unplugged, which you can find out loads of FinTech information on, which features the two guys here. And you need and to get on
5: there. I do yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I'll get you on there.
3: But we specialise in marketing and payments, so come along and just have a chat with us wherever we're in London.
5: And Tribe is launching Jan- January? Tribe is launching in January. If you went on our website, which is Tribepayments.com, it just says coming soon and there's nothing there. So, uh. A bit like you... your brain. <laughs>
1: uh,
5: <laughs> this guy, there's no end to him.
1: Where well, was that in the, in the competition, that fight talk? I Nothing know
2: <laughs> Robert, w- where can we find more about you and Morwand? You can find more about Morwand. <laughs> <laughs> on the more one website, moorwand.com. Helen, what about rainmaking? When can we find out more about you guys?
0: Rainmaking, rainmaking.io, we keep it really simple. <laughs> you'll see all our global offices there, and you'll find me, which is a bit more complicated, at H. Panzerino. And
2: since when have you been based in the Indian Ocean to have a .io? Is that, is that what IO stands for? Indian yes. Ocean. That's awesome. I did not know that.
1: Jamie, where can we find more about uh, yourself? And you're you're at JC the original. That's right. Yep. Yeah, uh, on Twitter, or you can go to thisisbud.com. Uh, check out more about the company. We're hiring loads of people, so you can check out the careers page there as well uh, if you're if you're interested. And free beers. And apparently there's three beers.
0: (laughs) Well, I've been uh, Ali Patterson. Thank you very much for round one, and a big uh, round of applause for those who are around for our panellists.
1: Thank you very much.